today we have a really, really special episode, and I'm joined with lots of people today here at the IBW head office in Bowmanville and a few people online. Um, so, Luke, who do we have here today? Well, um, we have Dwayne, we have Crystal, we have Sophie, we have Alicia, we have Paul, and of course we have Rebecca and Luke. Awesome. So this episode that we have planned is a, a special episode that we decided to kind of get together and do for International Women's Day. Um, so every year for International Women's Day, I'm not sure if everyone knows, but they always pick a theme. And so this year's theme is called um, Embrace e- Equality. Um, and in, in order to embrace equality, I think it's important to have certain conversations about what equality means to us and in the workplace. So that's kind of the theme of today's meeting. Um, it's going to be kind of a casual roundtable conversation about basically our past experiences, um, different sort of situations we've been through or seen other people, other coworkers go through and just kind of really start that conversation um, so that it can be, you know, a continuing conversation long term about what we need to do to to continue to work on this goal. Yeah. I'd like to start the podcast by actually thanking Alicia here beside me because she's really kicked our butts lately and got us <laughs> doing this. And uh, yeah, why don't we start her off with uh, what she thinks? Uh, what does equality mean to you? Well, equality means just to give every person an equal opportunity. So each person has a different role, not even just as females or males. Each person has a different skill. Each person has a different life expectancy. Some could be injured, not injured. Some have different techniques. So just by giving people the opportunity to do their job as well as they can do it is the best that we can do. All right, Paul, what do you think? I agree hundred percent with Alicia. That's a cop-out answer. It is. <laughs> That's okay though. I mean, no. it was well-worded. No, that was, I think you covered all the bases with that. Mm-hmm. And so I guess when we talk about equality, um, Crystal, what would you say, like the mm. conversation around equality over time, like how has it changed? Because I know you've been in the industry for a long time. How has it changed that dynamic and that conversation around equality in the workplace? Not that long. Well, okay. Yeah, I think in there you just called me old. I didn't. No, no, no. I didn't know. Luke, why do you always set me up for this? <laughs> uh, well, and, and it We're is gone. true. It, it has changed. I know uh uh, when I first started in the surveying industry, I was sort of an anomaly and and, and a, a bit of a, it, I almost felt like a circus act at times. And it was a lot more difficult. I, and I think that today it, it's, it's easier, but there's still, there's still some, some work to be done on the journey. But, uh, you know, just going back to equality, equality to me is, is much bigger than gender. It's, it's about, it, it includes things like, uh, you know, possible disabilities or, uh, even you know your your intelligence level, uh, and, and I actually believe that equality is is about every person having a, an equal impact on society, no matter where they come from. I love that. That was great. That's a good point. And Sophie, do you have anything to add? No, I know between Crystal and Alicia, I think you guys like hit it right on the head. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have to throw it to Dwayne. Add oh. something there, Dwayne. No pressure. No pressure at all. No, no, I, I, I see, you know, the quality as I used to see it as, you know, we hire people that come to our door regardless of their background. But now I'm, you know, now I'm realizing just, just even preparing for this and, and reading a little bit about what Alicia sent out about equality, the videos that were sent out. Um, I think it was, it was really good. Um, I think we have to do more to encourage more people into our industry. It is a male dominated industry. Um, we do have, a number of females, but it's still, we're still male dominated for sure. 
and I and I think I think we have a bigger part to play in in finding ways to encourage more people into this industry because I think we'll be the industry will be better for it. So, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, and I feel like no matter where you work, doesn't matter what company it is, whatever. I find that there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of equality at the top and the bottom, but in the middle, the, that mushy middle, it's still very male dominated. No, I think that's a really good point because I think that there is a focus in companies to make sure that their leadership structures are full of women. And when we're letting people in the door, um, that we're making an equal balance and we're not judging people based off of gender or, you know, disability or whatever the case may be. But I think it's that middle ground that companies need to focus on is how do you, how do we support equal growth within a company, um, regardless of background or gender? So I think that's a good point. Yeah. So, Sophie, I guess I'm going to pick on you a little bit, but what advice, like as a woman in a male-dominated industry, what advice would you have um, for women who wanted to work in it, um, in this industry? Um, yeah. Uh, what advice do I have? Um, Your wisdom, Sophie. We need it. <laughs> um, I guess... Uh, For me, anyway, uh, my journey has been one where I've been very supported by a lot of men. So, um, and because it was a male-dominated industry and educational program that I went through. um, But everyone, I guess, maybe align yourself with people that um, are, are towards growth and aren't going to kind of uh, aren't kind of going to limit you in the way that you see things um, and that are supportive of your growth as well as, and, and seeing that you can contribute to their growth. Um, that's maybe my advice. Perfect. No, that's great. My follow-up to that would be directed to Paul, because I know that currently right now you work with two very strong women out in the field. So tell yes, me about that. Well, I find that I work a little bit harder when I have a girl as an assistant or a female as an assistant. Um, Cause I'm kind of an old school guy where if we're going to go trucking through the bush. It's supposed to be my job to carry the heavy stuff and the way we go. Um, the two that I work with um, Shelly and Sarah that I work with quite frequently um, after about three months of doing that, I realized, Hey, they can do just as good as I can and they can start carrying the stuff with me and comes to setting bars. Like, pounding in a sledgehammer. I've, I know I've called you before on it saying, Hey, what do you got these two girls doing this job? Like, I don't think that's right. Like they got a hundred bars I got to put in. Um, we should be sending some guys with them. Then you go out there and you watch them swing it. They can swing it just as good as us. It might not be as hard coming down, but they, they get the bars on the ground where they're supposed to go. Um, I've worked with a couple other uh, females that we've had hired over the years and, we work together for a yeah. yeah for what, three days three days but <laughs> you couldn't keep up <laughs> pardon me but when we look at the equality back like I'm talking like six years ago maybe seven years ago if if the girl came in or the female came in as an assistant and she couldn't cut it it was basically like see you later mm-hmm. it was away you go um, with this equality that's happening and how everything starts to change is. You look back, and, and we have one girl here from uh, the Caribbean. I had her for one day, and it was like a minus 30-degree day. Out. Mm-hmm. And she spent most of the day in the car because it was too cold. 
I think she lasted here like 48 more hours and she left where we look at maybe now, maybe we should put her in the office, say, Hey, maybe you should go in here and try this. Um, instead of just discarding her at that point in time. And that was like, I'm talking six years ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, we had another female here that was very good, came through the schooling for it, but never could really get her brain wrapped around that. I just want to be a surveyor or, or I want to become an OLS or I want to do something. It's like, it's kind of like a fun thing. And um, I work with her quite frequently also. And, and I look at Shelly and Sarah that I work with now and the difference between those three, Shelly and Sarah are far above because they don't have the education and, and didn't take the schooling to become a surveyor. Um, but they have no problem taking the time to learn mm-hmm. where she wouldn't learn. She was basically set on, this is what I learned and this is what I'm going to do. And if you try to correct her saying what you're doing, is it correct? It kind of went south on you. So, mm-hmm. um, Mm-hmm. So that's about all I have to say on that. Well, one thing, just one thing you said was that, you know, we didn't give a long enough rope maybe for some people. Do you feel like maybe if that was a man instead of a woman that you would have given more rope, not necessarily you, but people in general? Um, that's a tough question. I'm that a hard is, ass out in the field. Yeah. Like, pardon my language. No, it's okay. <laughs> it's too late now. We're explicit. Um, <laughs> If I have an assistant and I ask them to do something, if they can't do it, then I don't want them there. Mm-hmm. I've trained a, a lot of people in the last seven or eight years through the company. And there's guys I've came in, I've gone to the supervisor saying, like, he's not with me tomorrow because I'm done with it. When I got the females, I kind of took a little extra time. Because when I looked at if I got a 22-year-old guy as a, an assistant, I'm going, hey, you're 22 years old. You should be able to do this, 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 this and this because you're a man. Well, maybe that kid, that man, didn't grow up learning stuff that way, mm-hmm. and that equality goes the other way. So was I being too hard on him that maybe he should be someplace else within the company? But I always noticed with the females, I kind of took a little bit, and I know like, even when I work with you, I would talk to you and say, this is what we got to do, but I would grab the pole and go do it. Mm-hmm. It's just That was my nature of, that was the way I was brought up. Like, you, yeah. as a male, you make sure mm-hmm. the female takes you know, yeah. not that you're home and cooking me dinner every day, <laughs> oh, but, but like out in the workforce, it was, you helped them. Yeah. You, you didn't expect them to lead the way through and that's changing. Yeah. And I think that, that, that you nailed it right on the head. Well, what I was thinking is that sometimes you, you give more leeway to a female, which yes. isn't necessarily, that's not, that's not equality. I don't know. What do you, well, no, I think that that's so Alicia and I've had lots of conversations about this where it's not so much equality is is that we don't want you to pick up the bars for us we don't want you to think that you have to pick up the bars for us Mm -hmm. just treat us normal just like you would anyone else we're gonna pick up the bars i can slam my own bars and i don't need you to carry the bars for me you know so i think that that's the idea of equality is is that it's not so much about giving leeway one way or the other it's about being neutral um, and giving the same opportunities to different people Ooh, a lovely word i like to say assumptions assumptions yeah and i i would say on that that uh when, especially when you're talking about the field, to be a, um, a successful in the field, you have to have a different kind. Of, you have to have a different kind of personality, and I, I like to think that I have that personality. I love my time in the field. I don't think it's restrictive whether you're male or female. You know, I think if you have that personality, then you're going to be successful. 
Uh, so we, we've seen more women coming in now that are successful in the field. And, and the, the, the thing that I love to see is to watch that, that relationship between our, our more experienced male field personnel and, and the new female staff that are working in the field and just to see how they kind of come together. And, and, uh, but I, I would say definitely there's no restriction there. There shouldn't be a restriction uh, gender-based on, on working in the field. No. At this point, uh, I guess we'll welcome in Dave. Dave has joined us. Yes. Welcome, Dave. Can you hear us? Yes, I can. Excellent. Awesome. Yeah, so you missed conversation it. so far. Oh, good. oh, good. I'm glad you like it. Do you have any thoughts? Maybe like, what is your your take on equal, uh, like equity and equality? Yeah, like I would say that um, I'm not sure if it's the way that I was raised or the fact that I have so many. Um, strong women in my life, but I, I, I feel that I don't have those biases. And I, um, even in my young years, I worked in the field and some of my assistants were uh, women and I didn't really make a big deal about it, but I did observe differences when I went to other sites and the way that uh, other people treated the uh, women on the site and I found that upsetting and even throughout university I had a lot of friends that were um, in uh, engineering or male dominated um, fields and I noticed any difference with them like frankly I was shocked later in life like obviously I was oblivious to it but later in life when I found out some of the things that they experienced with bias on being hired or bias on obtaining their credentials and just because of their sex they they were denied things and it was it made me very angry so mm-hmm. i i'd say that was my experiences i've been fortunate surrounded by strong women and i, I have two strong daughters mm-hmm. and i'm i'm happy to see that the this is becoming more um being able to talk about it more and i think yeah. No, I, I agree completely. It's, you know, every, I feel like everybody is a, guilty of a little bit of bias and, and that's natural. Like, mm-hmm. you know, naturally, if I see that I have a female assistant, in the field, I would, you know, I would go in my head without even thinking about it too much. You would, Okay. So today's going to be a little bit of a harder day for me. And, mm-hmm. and that's the mindset that shouldn't happen, but I was definitely guilty of it. I probably still am in some ways. I don't even realize and that's where the problem stems from. You know, so let's go on to our final question, Rebecca, um, that we had set up. And that's, is there, is there any, anything anybody can think of that, you know, would help us come along as society? But is there anything? Let's go to, how about Dwayne? What do you think? I, I honestly don't know that I'm the best person to answer that question about what we can do. I would love to learn more about what we can do. Um, you know, I, like I said earlier, I think I used to think, as long as we give people equal opportunity coming in the door um, to train them, um, that, that that was that was sufficient. But now I'm, you know, as I learn more about it, I realize it's not. I think we have to do more to to find people to encourage them to come into this profession, to encourage them to realize there there there, there is an opportunity for a good career here um, in our profession. And um, I'm I'm all about listening and, and learning about ways we can we can we can encourage that. From whether it's at high schools or universities or colleges, I, I'm not sure the best the best way to do it, but I'm I'm definitely here to listen and, and find out because I I can help uh, push that. 
Okay, with that, why don't we throw it to Alicia? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think like, one thing, the best thing is just to kind of encourage your actual employees to keep up with, like, keep an equal empathy and everything like that to other people. When you go up and speak up, don't hold back. And, like, we can tell that to other people while it's at, you know, events to encourage people to come to our industry. Like, you can speak up. Tell people that, you know, if you are being mistreated or you don't feel comfortable with the way you're being discriminated or like you don't have a way to improve your work just because of what you feel is a holdback on your life, speak up about it and get equality. I know I've actually been someone who suffers from migraines and I had to speak up and get kind of a different way to work. And it actually has worked me better and I've improved my work tremendously from it. So by speaking up, I was able to improve my life and still enjoy my work. So I think it's just a matter of encouraging people to kind of tell them what's bugging you, what's happening, and people will actually face it head on. Well, and I think that's interesting. So some of you know, but when I first started here, Alicia and I worked together outside in the field. Um, So we were all female survey crew when I first started here. And I think the one thing that always stuck with me was how many questions we got at the beginning. We're like, oh, it's the two of you together. You're going out just the two of you. And I think that the biggest thing for us is, well, if you guys know Alicia and I, we're pretty vocal (laughs) people. And we're like, yeah, why? Why do you, why is that a question? So I think my biggest comment would be like, it's a, it's about like checking biases. And as women, I think, especially when you're in a male dominated industry, like brushing off comments has been the way of the past where we're always like this comment, probably they didn't mean it. They don't understand where they're coming from. I don't think that's a solution. I think there's a, a tactful way of in those situations saying like, yeah, Alicia and I are survey crew um, and we're going out. You know, it, it, it's not uh, it's about making sure that people are being aware of what they're saying in these moments. Um, and when you're in a situation, being able to, to speak up and to say, like, we're not looking for special treatment. We're looking to be equal. <laughs> we're looking for you not to make a comment. I don't. And I think one of the conversations that Crystal, Alicia and I had a long time ago was um, when, you know, Crystal gets introduced. She's a female OLS. You know, Alicia's a female OLS. I'm like a female surveyor, you know? So I, I think that the idea is, is like, let's just drop that. <laughs> I don't want to be known as a female surveyor. I just want to be called a surveyor. Alicia just wants to be an OLS. Like we don't need the capped on title. And I think that capping on the title continues the conversation and continues like, um, continues separating people based off of, you know, gender. That's not necessary. Like those types of, differentiations, I can never say that word, are unnecessary, I think, at this point. So so my question, when you two were working in the field together and you came to a site, Mm -hmm. did you notice the client that you're coming to do the SRPR for? Mm -hmm. Did you find that they were kind of apprehensive because it was you two? Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Especially if it was a male-dominant client. Yeah. The females were perfectly fine. If anything, they were encouraging us being like, yeah. oh, way to go. But go males, yeah. especially the interesting thing was always construction sites. Yeah. If we went to a construction site, they may not have told us in it, but you could see the bickering in behind of the mm. guys being talking about, look at who they are. Well, you I remember what they were saying. Yeah. And one site we went to, and I believe, um, so this was in Coburg, we went and we did a pinning and they're like, I don't know if you know this, but we only have one porta potty. We don't have like a female only port potty. We don't have any females on site. 
I'm like, and we're just like, cool. Why'd you need to tell me that? <laughs> you know, I'm going to use the bathroom just like anyone else is going to use the bathroom. Um, so I think that almost it's like going above and being overly PC where they're trying to almost use it as a way of be aware that we're different and try, I think trying to make it, um, trying to be accommodating, but no need to point it out. I think that's, that's what the conversation that we want is let's not point out. Let's just be equal. That's, that's very good points. And that's a really good question, Paul. Mm-hmm. Now let's go on to, as Rebecca says, the many, many, many years of experience of crystal. <laughs> Crystal's going to eat me. <laughs> oh, man, you guys are killing me here. <laughs> okay, well, with my many years of experience, uh, I would say that it's a slow turning of the ship. And it's it's not one action. It's, it's a million or a billion small actions that are going to turn the ship. And you're not going to change everyone. And, and I think that's something that uh, when you're sort of working in that male-dominated field you have to recognize that you're not going to change everyone so so all you can do is be a positive um, influence on those that you can change and and very tactfully speak up I remember sitting in like when I first became an OLS I, any OLS meeting there was except for maybe the AGM I would be the only female in the room and and I don't know how many times they would get up and address the room as gentlemen and and I, I would just very quietly stand up yeah, you know, I didn't have to. I didn't have to embarrass anyone, but it was just like Dave said. Sometimes people don't recognize what's happening out there, and just to bring that recognition forward. But that's that's really what I think. I think it's a billion small acts that will slowly turn the ship. And I feel like, yeah, that's that's one hundred percent it. Because if I look at my family generations and stuff, you can see that, you know, my grandfather would have never had a female boss. Or, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And um, even my father would give pushback. But me, it's not a big deal. I've had many. Mm-hmm. And my kids, it will be second nature, I hope, mm-hmm. that it's 50-50. Mm-hmm. And so, like, as every generation goes, the slow turning of the ship, it's going to make no difference. It's the same with race. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, that's that follows the same path. Mm-hmm. So, let's end it with uh, Sophie's opinion, the quiet, charismatic Sophie. Let's hear it. <laughs> Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I guess uh, I I think we're getting to a point where we maybe talk about our industry as what it the industry that it is. It's a surveying industry, um, and there's going to be a lot of different people in it that bring a lot of different things to the table. Um, and uh, yeah, maybe hopefully we're not too quick to uh, judge someone if they're poor at one thing when they're actually amazing at another. So, um, yeah, I think that's what I'll end on. (laughs) Well, no, I think honestly, this is a really good conversation. I think this is one of those conversations that we could continue to have and to have and to continue to talk about. But I think that the one thing I would encourage all of us here at this table is to not stop this conversation going. Um, continue to have these conversations with people that you're working with, continue to make those quiet, small changes, like Crystal said, and continue to slowly turn this ship so that our children um, will not have to have these conversations anymore and it becomes second nature. Um, So I guess to wrap this up, does anyone have any sort of final thoughts? I think I can, I can add that, you know, I think it's, it's on us 
again, like you're saying, it's on us and it's on us to point it out when you see that thing happening, even if it's not you, if you see a peer, Mm -hmm. like all of us are guilty of it, I think in some ways. And, and if you see a peer doing it, don't just, don't just stand there and let the bully be the bully. I think you, you say, Hey, who cares? Mm -hmm. Why is that a big deal? And I think that will make a difference. One final thought, I guess, that Crystal had said, I think um, a lot of females can agree, especially in a male dominated industry, the strongest um, factor for our success and our ability to grow is having really strong men in our life that um, are in our corner. Um, I know that there's been a lot of men in my life that I don't think I'd be where I am today if they didn't treat me as equally as anybody else. So um, I think without further ado, I think Luke, you can close us out with your favorite phrase. I can. I'd l- First off, I'd like to thank Alicia and Paul and Dwayne and and Crystal and Sophie and Dave, even though he was late, <laughs> for for joining us. And uh, you know, you guys have all been measured up. Awesome. Thank you.